listening to Speaking with One Voice with Rodney Payne. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, topics you'd like discussed on the show, or if you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. That's rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. You can also search for us on Acast, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Just look for Speaking with One Voice. Now, here's your host, Rodney Payne. Hello and welcome to Speaking with One Voice. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. So glad to be back with you this week here on Speaking with One Voice, where we look to add value to you each and every week on your leadership journey. We are committed to helping you become the best version of yourself and to experience that best version in every area of your life. That's what we do here by bringing you relevant topics each and every week. I want to thank you so much for listening, liking, uh, rating, and even subscribing to our podcast. We are here because you keep listening. Also, I want to thank you for following me on social media. If you're not doing so, please do so at Rodney R. Payne. We're on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, and even TikTok. Our goal is to deliver fresh content to help you along your leadership journey. Uh, If you'd like to know more about how we might be able to help you at a more in-depth level on some of the topics that you hear on our podcast, please visit our website at Rodney R. Payne on social media or RodneyRPayne.com. Either way, you can get to us. You can message us on social media or you can connect with us via our website and we'd love to add value to you. Our focus is helping you to grow on your leadership journey. Uh, We do a few things for our clients. We're going to help you the process and we're going to hold you accountable. We're going to take you from where you are to where you want to be. That's what we do in our coaching program. We also have some corporate solutions, but listen, enough of that. How about we hop into today's topic? Today, I want to talk about seven steps to success, seven steps to success. I I won't put these in any particular order necessarily, and I won't say that there are only seven steps, but these are seven things that I've found that people who are successful on their leadership journey in their entrepreneurial endeavors in life, these are things that they uh, tend to employ. If you want to find how success works, simply watch successful people. They have certain disciplines, habits, processes that they use repeatedly that allow them to continue to expand and grow. So I want to give you these seven things, and we're going to talk about them, and and I'm going to say things a few times because I know you'll want to get some notes on this, but but let's talk first of all. Uh, The number one thing that I see successful people do, entrepreneurs, uh, CEOs, uh, high-level leaders, everyone that I've ever followed for any length of time they all think outside the box. They, they think outside the box. Their thinking is not restricted to uh, static in-place systems or structures. They don't necessarily follow organizational rules as it relates to how they, they stagger their thinking. Their thinking is usually influenced by more than one source. And so as they look to go to the next level, they are always thinking outside the box. If I could paint a visual picture for you in your mind. Let's paint paint this picture. I want you to take and and draw a box. As a matter of fact, you can press pause here and do this on a piece of paper. I want you to take and draw a box. The lines don't have to be exactly straight, but just draw you a box. Four uh, equal lines with corners and, and then look at the box. 
Now I want you to begin to brainstorm. But before you start, I want you to put a squiggly line through all four lines, one by one, meaning it's almost like you're uh, erasing the lines of the box. I'm picturing it as I'm doing this. And what you're doing is you are moving the, removing the lines the, from the box to, so, so that you can expand your thinking. When you think about thinking outside of the box, I want you to understand that limited thinking produces limited results. Let me say that again. Limited thinking produces limited results. In our illustration, the only thing you can experience when you allow yourself to be restricted to thinking inside the lines of the box are things that the box already contains. What the box already contains is normal. What the box already contains is status quo. What the box already contains is safety and, and security and what everyone else is doing. There's nothing unique on the inside of the box. So if you really want to grow and find success as a leader, you want to allow yourself to think outside the box. Uh, secondly, this one is one that I often use and it's not very comfortable and it's not very flattering, but if you want to be successful, you have to come to the realization that success comes with failure. Part of the process, you will have failure along the way. But if you truly want to experience success, you have to go to school on your failures. That's right. Step number two is go to school on your failures. Let's face it. If you're going to think outside the box, uh, you're going to be thinking what others don't think. And so there'll be no real proven process to measure your thoughts against other than actually doing it. We'll talk about that a little bit later. You, you really, when you think beyond the box, you're going to put yourself in a position where you're going to stumble. Not every decision you make will be one that is correct. Not every uh, process that you implement will be effective. Not every person you hire will be a good fit. Uh, not every investment you make will pay off. Uh, the economy may not agree with you. Um, the recession may hit. Things happen. So you may make the right decision and still end up with the wrong result. Failure for a leader is inevitable. If you are going to be successful, you're going to experience failure. The key is not whether you fail or not. We know we're going to fail. The real key is whether or not we go to school on that failure. When I go to school on a failure, what I'm simply saying is that when I fail, I want to inspect the failure. I want to revisit it. I want to understand it. I want to dissect it so that it can never happen again and I can know how to avoid it and I can know how to learn from it. So now, my failure becomes an education, so to speak. Some, some failures are simply a one three-hour course and you learn one simple concept. Some failures are going to be a semester-long failure. But whatever the case may be, I want you to make sure that you put that failure under a microscope, figure out what the lesson is from the failure. And the key to making your failure your classroom is that once you get the lesson, you've got to move on from the classroom. You cannot stay in the classroom. Ladies and gentlemen, listen to me. Once you have the failure, you learn from the failure, then you move on from the failure. Uh, so number one is to think 
beyond the box. Number two, go to school on your failures. Uh, Number three, be willing to take risks. If you're going to step outside of the box in your thinking, then you've got to take your actions with you. You have to take some risk. Listen, I, I know that everyone wants it to be safe, and I want you to be safe in your process. I want you to do your due diligence, but sometimes if you're going to expand and find better success in your leadership journey, you are going to have to just take the risk. If you are ever going to be an entrepreneur at some point, you're going to have to take a risk. If you're really going to get to that next level and really make your mark, you're going to have to take a risk, take some risk. I've heard it said many times at some point, you have to bet on yourself. You have to believe in yourself. You got to know that I will not fail when I do this. And if I do fail, it's simply a classroom and I'm going to learn from it and be better on the other side. But what you have to do, my friends, is you have to be willing to take the risk. Now, let me be clear. I'm not saying be reckless. I'm saying take risks. Why? Risks are required but they must be calculated. There you go. There, there's where you bring it back in. You take a calculated risk. You, you, you want to be clear that yes, it is a risk. And that means I have a chance of losing something, but I'm never going to put myself in a position to lose everything. So I'm not just going to make a blind uh, assessment and no, no assessment at all and just say, oh, we're going to just throw caution to the wind and jump. No, We're going to take time and we're going to vet the opportunity. We're going to weigh it out and and we're going to know there's some risk there. So when we take risk, we want to give ourselves space to fail, but we want to fail safely. So that doesn't mean just being reckless, but it does mean being willing to take the chance and bet on yourself. Take the chance and believe in your product. Take the chance and believe in your system. If someone else has developed a system and they have become successful, what prevents you? Oftentimes, it's not your skill. It's not even your know-how. If you take the time to learn the processes and learn the systems, you too, my friend, can jump. There are more ways to get to your destination than just the way that lies inside that proverbial box. So I want to encourage you, take some risks. Risks are required, but they must be calculated. Think beyond the box. Go to school on your failures. Be willing to take risks. And then listen, this one, uh, I am I am one of those uh, bay, uh, the buster generations that was raised by boomers. And, and so I'm right on the cusp of being in those generations right there. And one thing that we learned to live on, and I believe it never goes out of style. And that, my friends, is be committed to work hard. That's right. Work hard. You don't get to the top uh not working. I understand that there are opportunities out there today and people will tell you you can work less and make more and you certainly can, but the most successful people are not afraid of hard work. At some point, you're going to have to put the work in. Usually, For businesses that are going to build a residual income, the hard work comes in building and constructing the business. But as long as you are not 
hard work phobic, you can find success. You can work your way into success. Now, one caveat I want to give you on work hard is my daddy taught me something as a boy. Uh, When we would go out, he owned a landscaping business and he would teach me how to do a bunch of things that I didn't like and said I would never do that now in in, in my maturing years, I find joy in. He would teach me how to make one trip to the truck and get everything you need at one time as opposed to making six trips to the truck. What he taught me was, son, work smarter, not harder. Now listen, the work we were doing by nature, it was hard work, but we could make it easier if we were more efficient. That was the lesson. So when I'm saying work hard, I'm not saying go uh, uh, break a sweat just for breaking a sweat's sake. I'm talking about being uh, mindful of what needs to be done being willing to put in the time, being willing to do the work. Why? Um, There's no workaround for hard work. Let me say that again. There's no workaround for hard work. You simply have to be willing to work hard. There are no shortcuts. And if you want to be successful, if you want to add value to people, you've got to be willing to work. Now, let me give you an example. We could call Uh, speaking with one voice, uh, with your host, the coach, Rodney Payne, uh, work for some. There's time put in. There's, there's, uh, we have to write the copy for the show. We have to produce the show. We have to deliver the show. I get it. And that's all work. So I'm not afraid of work, but because of the kind of work I love to do, I want to add value to you. I believe that you're worth the time I put in here. So that's why I work at it. So when you are not afraid of hard work and you find your passion, what you'll find is you're willing to work hard, but it doesn't quite seem like work. I'll go to bed exhausted after a long day, but I'll go to bed fulfilled and in my sweet spot. Oh my goodness. I hope you are enjoying this as much as I am. We are talking about seven steps to success. Number one, think beyond the box. Number two, go to school on your failures. Number three, be willing to take risks. Number four, be committed to hard work. Uh, number five, let me just see if I can take a moment here. I want you to, I want to give you number five. Number five is this, be kind and be fair. Now, I get it. Uh, we are in a, in a different millennium and everything is moving so fast and, and we have information at the speed of light. We can research thousands of pieces of data in a, in a portion of a second. Everything is moving, but there is no replacement for when dealing with people to be kind, to be courteous, and to be fair. If you want to be successful, make sure that you are a person who operates and works in and functions in integrity. You want to be kind to people. Don't be one who takes advantage of people or who cheats people. Be courteous. Be fair. Be polite. You would be surprised. Many people because of the automation that we have today, we no longer have interaction because of a pandemic that kept us isolated for over two years. We no longer know how to have conversations. We no longer write uh, letters to people. We do instant messaging. We do chatting. We do tweeting and etc. And we don't use good grammar. We don't use punctuation. We use shortened words. We use all kinds of things that take away the personal experience. But people were made to be around people 
And when you're around people and you take some time simply to be kind, to be courteous, or to be fair, you will win relationships because there are still people on the planet who do business with people, not machines. And when you treat people like they matter, your team will perform better. Your business will grow more effectively. You will be more uh, well uh, well rounded as a business, you'll have a better experience. Be simply because of how you treat people. Be kind, be courteous, and be fair. What I'm really trying to say there is, good manners are just good. Good manners are just good. So think about that in the next email. Think about not using capitalization and and and, and exclamation points and all caps when you're typing a message. Make sure that you're kind, you're courteous in every method of delivery, whether it's a face-to-face conversation, a phone conversation, an electronic conversation. Make sure that you are a difference maker in the lives of others by being kind, being courteous, and being fair. Number six, I want you to learn this. This is my moniker. This is my motto. This is my thing. I love this and I want you to love it too. I want you to, number six, celebrate all victories. Listen, I am one. I don't wait till we get a touchdown if we're playing football. I celebrate with a positive play. I don't even wait for a first down. If we get one or two yards, that means we only have eight or nine to go on second down. So when I look at anything that we do to move the needle, I want to celebrate. Now, I don't over-celebrate. I don't look for things that aren't really celebration-worthy to celebrate. But if we are effective, if we have a better day, a better month, a better week, a better product, a better meeting, a better outcome, Whenever we move the needle, we celebrate. Now, we celebrate in proportion to how big a victory we have so we don't throw an all-out party and go in debt trying to celebrate a $10 win with a $2,000 meal. So we want to be reasonable and be responsible, but we do want to acknowledge you did a good job today. You handled that call great. I appreciate you being here. I love the way you uh, put that proposal together. That's a celebration. We won a deal today. That's a celebration. Um, We're climbing up the charts and we're now becoming one of the top 10 in our industry. That's a celebration. So again, I don't celebrate small victories, my friends. I celebrate all victories. And then the last one I'm going to give you, uh, and then I'll recap them all so that you can get them in your notes. But the last one is very simple. If you're going to be successful, step number seven in the process is quit. Let me say it again. Never quit. No matter what, never quit. You might need to pause. You might need to reset. You might need to collect yourself. You may need to gather yourself. You may need to have a team meeting. You may have to remove some team members, add some team members, remove a product, replace a product, whatever it may be. But whatever you do, don't quit. Let me say that again. Whatever you do, my friends, do not quit. Period. End of discussion. I mean, don't quit. Why? Because progress is never gained when your car is in park. You've got to keep the car in gear. You've got to keep pushing and you've got to keep going, my friends. So never quit because progress is never gained when your car is in park. I am Rodney Payne. I am your host, the coach. And we are going through uh, the seven keys to success, seven steps to success. And I want to reiterate these for you real quickly. Uh, I'm so excited. I hope you can enjoy this and feel the energy that I have because I I know you are successful, and I know you're going to do this. But step one, remember, these are seven of them. Step one, 
Think beyond the box. Limited thinking produces limited results. Step two, go to school on your failures. Failure is only failure when you fail to learn. Oh, that's so good. Failure is only failure when you fail to learn. Number three, be willing to take risks. Risks are required, but they must be calculated. Risks are required, but they must be calculated. Step four, be committed to work hard. There is no workaround for hard work. Be committed to work hard. There's no workaround for hard work. Step five, be kind, be courteous, and fair. Be kind, be courteous, and be fair. Good manners are just good. Celebrate all victories. Celebrate all victories. Understand this. Refusing to celebrate is a success killer. Refusing to celebrate is a success killer. And number seven, you've got it. Never quit. Never quit. Why? Because progress is never gained when your car is in park. Progress is never gained when you're in park. So listen, I want to thank you so much for listening this week to Speaking With One Voice. Uh, we are excited about what's going on in our business. Please check us out on our website, uh, RodneyRPayne.com, on social media at RodneyRPayne. Follow us on all the platforms and turn on your notifications. Stay connected. We are offering uh, various webinars and opportunities to, to grow your business, and we would love to come in and have a one-to-one -one consultation with you about how we can help you grow your business and get you from where you are to where you want to be. It's going to take the development of your team and your leaders, and we are here to help you. But as always, thank you for listening. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. Until next time, let's keep growing together. You've been listening to Speaking with One Voice. Please remember to follow Rodney Payne on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Rodney R. Payne. We'd love to hear from you and get your feedback, so please feel free to leave us comments. And if you would, rate and subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate that as well. Don't forget to set up for notifications so you can get the latest updates and social media posts and get new podcasts when they're released. As always, use the hashtag Speaking With One Voice or simply SWOV on any of your social media posts. On behalf of Rodney Payne, thanks again for listening to Speaking With One Voice.